dance from the floor. Yo, what's going on, world? What's going on, world? You already know what time it is. This should be, man, main man, DJ Melo Jones on the ones and twos. And y'all know what time it is. It's time for the Groove Live show. So we about to get into it, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, let's get into this real quick first. What's up, world? This is Rajanae. And you are now tuned in to the number one radio show for news, topics, interviews, and music. The Groove Live Show, hosted by DJ Mellow Jones on the ones and twos. I heard it first, hosted by yours truly on the ones and twos. Shout out to Raj and Nate, you know what I'm saying, introducing the show. So this is your man, this is your main man, DJ Mellow Jones on the ones and twos. And it's time for the Groove Live Show. As y'all know, it's between 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Right here on Miami's number one Billboard Charter radio station. WKMT DB the Great FM. And I just gotta say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. This is all about MLK Jr., you know what I'm saying? This is a tribute. This episode is a tribute to MLK Jr., you know what I'm saying? Martin Luther King, you know what I'm saying? It's Martin Luther King Day. You know what I'm saying? And we, 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 um, well, I mean, when you really think about it, every day is MLK Day, the amount of stuff that he's done, especially in the eyes of a black person, it should be, but that's a whole nother conversation. But, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 we pay a tribute, we pay a homage to MLK himself. So I have a discussion with, uh, the one and only Sparker 5000 that's coming up very, very soon. We're going to chop it up about MLK's legacy, just like how we did last year. This might become like a tradition. I don't know how it's going to go. But, yeah, so I'm going to chop it up with uh, Sparker 5000 very, very soon. Um, And we're going to talk about MLK's legacy. I'm going to pop in and out with some interesting facts about MLK that maybe you didn't know about and stuff like that. And just some, you know, generic history and what he means to me throughout the broadcast. But, um, yeah, so we're going to get into it very, very soon. But um, I got some music for y'all because, as y'all know, this is, you know what I'm saying, the Groove Live show. That's what we do. We get we gets groovy here, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we got we got a lot of good music to, to get into. Well, I tell y'all, like, it's so much. Good music in the world. It's it's so much to get into. So I'm excited to get into it, really. You know, so um man. So much. So you know, this is the Groove Live show. We we mix it up. We mix it up week to week. We we do um we do um you know, hip hop sometimes, we do some trap music, we do some Caribbean music sometimes. And um Gonna get into this first track. This first track is gonna be some TLC. And um Yeah, some TLC with waterfalls right here on the Groove Live Show. Which O's DJ Melo Jones on the ones and twos. Alright? Chew!
I'm coming for leaving a drink, so now we're not giving praise. It's because my life is in shape to hear. I pray all then fade away, sell the praise for the seven days. And like his promise is true, only my faith can undo the many chances I blew to bring my life to an end. Clear blue and unconditional. Skies have dried the tears from my eyes, no one lonely cries. My only faith and hope is for the folk who can't cope with such an enduring pain that it keeps them in the boring rain. Who's to blame for two and gain into your own vein? What a shame you're shooting aim for someone else. to the Groove Live show. You know, this is the MLK edition of the show and we just want to we just want to pay homage to MLK's legacy. So, as I told y'all, I'm going to come in and out with you know, a little bit of facts about MLK and his legacy. Some stuff y'all probably already knew, some stuff might be new to y'all. So, we'll get into it. So, MLK was born Martin Luther King Jr., but he was actually born Michael King Jr. on January 15, 1929, in Atlanta, Georgia. He was the son of a very prominent pastor, and um, he, you know, as you know, he, he, he followed in the pastoring ways, and, you know, he was actually, as you know, as I told you, he was born Michael King, and his father was actually Michael King Sr., so he was Michael King Jr., but um, they changed his name um, after a former Protestant reformer named Martin Luther. You know, since his father was a respected Atlanta pastor, and um, embarked on religious journeys around the world. Um, he traveled to Rome, Tunisia, Egypt, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, and ultimately Berlin um, to attend a Baptist World Alliance meeting. You know, this is Martin uh, Michael King Sr., uh, what we know as Michael Martin Luther King Jr.'s father, and um, ultimately landing in Ber uh, Berlin, Germany. Um, he, the the trip had a profound effect on him, you know. He gained a lot of respect for the people that he met out there, like a German monk and the theologian Martin Luther. And ultimately, he, he felt that was a, um, a legitimate, you know, um, kind of reason to, to name his son after after this person, you know, so... It's an interesting story, so I just wanted to pop in with that to see if maybe y'all knew about that. Maybe you did you know that he was actually born Michael King? Do you know about his father being a pastor? Do you know about this religious journey that he went on all throughout the world and ultimately ending in Europe where he met, 
you know these you know, these prominent religious uh, figures that had a profound effect on him to the point where he named his son after them. You know, who knows? But I just wanted you know to give y'all a little tidbit of information, something that you may not have known about MLK, and um, you know the amazing things that he's done, you know, in his lifetime. So yeah, so we're gonna get back to some more music. I got some more music for y'all, and uh, this next track I got is a track that I love so much. Um, it's some Alicia Keys with Fallen right on the Groove Live show. With yours, DJ Melo Jones on the ones and twos, all right? Choo!
right, y'all. So this is your host, DJ Melo Jones, and I'm back with a little bit more information for y'all. So, you know, to piggyback off what I was saying earlier, you know, his his dad, MLK Jr.'s dad, Pastor Martin Luther King Sr., you know, went on this religious journey all throughout the world, ultimately ending up in Europe and changing him and his son's name to Michael. Now, this was legally changed. Like, his name was legally changed, and it reflected in um, in legal documents and his birth certificate um, on July 23rd, 1957, when it was officially revised. And, you know, in addition to that, you know, there's more information that you may not have known. Like, we all know about the the famous, the legendary, and the iconic I Have a Dream speech. But did you know that that speech was actually partially improvised? That actual I Have a Dream part of the speech wasn't a part of the original draft. You know, as most people who uh, are public speakers and stuff like that, they have a team that draft up speeches for them that they um that they perform for you know the masses of people and his team that are that um drafted up this speech were kind of like questioned they they were they were critical of the use of that phrase he used it in a lot of previous speeches that he did uh, that he did leading up to that famous I have a dream speech um and which 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 happened on August 28 1963 by the way um but it he he liked it you know and, and he he felt like it was really important to to give that speech and to to add that because of the, the, the power that it had, you know, talking about the dream, talking about really what the ultimate goal was of his, his whole legacy and every, and, and everything that he was fighting for it was just equality, you know, people, regardless of your, 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 your color, your creed, your, whatever it is, they can get an education together. They can have access to the same amount of opportunities and stuff like that. So he really incorporate, wanted to intentionally, incorporate that part of the that that phrase especially in the speech and lo and behold it turned out to be one of the most iconic speeches of american history and um it's just interesting it's just an interesting fact where it's like wow that wasn't even a part of the plan and look at him just kind of throwing it in there look at the profound impact that it had on um on our on our collective consciousness really and on history in general because you'll you'll never we'll never forget about that speech you know that it already has gone on gone down in the history books as um as legendary really so i don't know i just wanted to present another you know tidbit of information for y'all you know what i'm saying like i don't know if maybe y'all didn't know that before but yeah, the the I had a dream the uh, that iconic um that iconic um 
what would you call that? Like a mantra? I don't know. That iconic phrase or that iconic sentence, you know, for lack of a better word, is improvised and wasn't a part of the original draft. Did you know that before? Did you not? I don't know. But anyway, so we're going to get back to the music. It's your, this is your main man, DJ Melo Jones, on the ones and twos. And, um, yeah, we, gonna, we got some tracks for y'all. So much good music out there in the world. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to think, what should I play next? What should I play next? We're going to get into some, to some early 2000s vibe. Eve Gwen Stefani will let me blow your mind. All right? Shoot! Shake it, face screwed up like you having hot flashes. Which one? Pick one. This one classic. Red from blind, yeah. Jump drastic. Why this? Why that? Lip stop basking. Listen to me, baby. Relax and start passing. Expressway, head back, weaving through the traffic. This one strong should be labeled as a hazard. Some of y'all top psych, I'm gassing. Clowns, I spot them and I can't stop laughing. Easy come, easy go. Jealousy, let it go, results could be tragic Some of y'all ain't writing well, too concerned with fashion None of you went Giselle, can't walk and imagine A lot of y'all Hollywood, drama, cast it Cut, camera off, real, blast it Oh, 
right, y'all. So that was some uh, Eve and Gwen, Gwen Stefani with Let Me Blow Your Mind. And what really blows my mind is how amazing Martin Luther King is. When I tell you, I got some more, you know, little tidbits of information for y'all about MLK. So did you know that MLK was actually entered college at the age of 15? Did you know that King skipped two grades and entered college at 15, Morris House College, to be exact, in 1944, graduating in 1948 with a Bachelor's of Arts in Sociology at the age of 19. You know, um, that's incredible. Getting into college at 15 back in those times, those racist times, to excel academically and, and do your thing. It's amazing. It's amazing, you know? So, um, you know, shout out to MLK for that, man. Shout out to MLK for, you know, just breaking barriers so early in time and being such an inspiration for so many people. And, um, yeah, you know, so with that degree, you know, he went on to seminary school, uh, Crozier Theological Seminary School in Pennsylvania. Um, and before, before, uh, you know, pursuing further education beyond, you know, um, bachelors, he actually, established really good relationships with um, people at Morehouse, especially the president, Benjamin E. Hayes, you know? And, you know, as I said, you know, he moved on and went on to seminary school in Pennsylvania um, where he excelled um, socially as well. You know, he was a student body president, graduated valedictorian of his class in 1951. So... He did his thing. You know, he faced a lot of trials and tribulations during his tenure at the seminary school in Chester, Pennsylvania, where he persevered. And he went on further beyond that to get his doctorate. He got his doctorate um, from um, uh, Boston University. He got his doctorate from Boston University and... All of this was done by the age of 25, believe it or not, you know, and this is the time that he met. It was around this time that he met his wife, you know, the the, the, the lovely Coretta Scott King. And he even joined, um, he, he even participated in Greek life. You know, he's actually a member of the Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. Did you know that? You know what I'm saying? Like just little tidbits of information just to see like, you know, did y'all know that? You know, so just a little bit of information. Like, he did start college from 15, got a Ph.D. by the age of 25. That's crazy. You know, so shout out to him and his academic excellence. And it, it, it's really just, um, it's inspirational to see someone like him pers persevere in a, in such a racially charged time that 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 he he lived in you know and oh no i i, I give thanks for him okay i really do on a personal level like you know i, I think i want to i think i'm gonna continue this like do a, a tribute every year and see if i can discover more and more information 
about MLK that I can present to you all. But, you know what I'm saying, we do have the discussion with um, Sparker 5000 coming up. But we got some more music to um, to get into. So this next thing, this next track is some Soul to Soul with Back to Life. Right on the Groove Live Show with your DJ Melo Jones on the ones and twos, all right? Choo! <laughs>
right, y'all. So that was some Back to Life by Soul to Soul. And I'm here with some more. Some more tidbits of information for y'all about um, MLK Jr. So did you know that MLK actually survived an assassination attempt many years before he was actually assassinated? Did y'all know that? So let me get let me give y'all the story. So on September twentieth, nineteen fifty-eight, King was at the Blumstein's department store in Harlem for a book signing when a young woman slipped past the line of people to approach him. The woman, her name being Isola Ware Ware Curry, asked if he was really MLK Jr. and after after MLK Jr. replied yes, she thrusted a seven-inch letter opener into his chest, claiming she had been after him for five years, believing he had ties to the Communist Party. The stab narrowly missed MLK Jr.'s heart, and he had to undergo emergency surgery in order to, to, to overcome uh, King would later issue a statement affirming his nonviolent beliefs and stated he had no malice towards his attacker. Now, if if that doesn't exemplify, you know what I'm saying, the ability to forgive, the the ability to be fearless and selfless for your beliefs and and, and really going after what you believe in, that's inspiring, you know. It really is. It's it's inspiring and it's motivating, you know. I mean, we so many times we let so many small things hold us back in life, and I don't know. I mean, you you just take a look at what this man has gone through, and he continued, he continued to um, to fight for what he believes in. So. If, somebody could go through something traumatic like that and still come back and fight and fight and fight and fight until they just not even that they couldn't fight anymore it was someone took them out of the fight unfortunately you know and um i don't know it's just really it's really humbling to 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 speak on mlk jr because you know, it just makes you reflect on what you consider issues in your own life. And then you look at what this man was going through and how he still overcame and still has such a meaningful impact, you know, decades after he his death. It, it, it's a beautiful thing and kind of puts everything into perspective, you know. You think you're going through something, look what... You know, look what homeboy was going through and look what he was still able to achieve. Look what he was still able to achieve, you know. It's incredible. So I think it's really, really just shows that anything that you're going through, you can overcome it, you know. Anything. Don't let anything hold you back. And um, don't sweat the small stuff. If you believe in something, you go after it. And you make it real, you know. So um, shout out to MLK. You know, I salute you. I think every year, 
every day really we we gotta we gotta pay our respects especially if you live here in the united states of america i mean we we gotta repay our respects to mlk so you know i, I i'm honored to be able to to do this and, and give a tribute to his legacy and everything that he's done but um yeah so we're gonna get back to some more music as y'all know i am having the the discussion with spark of 5000 that's coming up very very soon but i got more music for for y'all this this next track is some um no diggity dr dre black street and the game we're gonna get into it all right Choo. No, 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 no. We're not going back to life. We're going no diggity, you heard? Yeah. You know what? I like the players. No diggity, no doubt. Mm. Play on, play at. Play on, play at. Yo, Trey, drop the verse. It's going down, face of Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog couldn't catch me. Tell me who could stop with Dre making moves, attracting honeys like a magnet. Giving them orgasms with my mellow accent. Still moving this flavor with the homies Black Street and Teddy, the original rough shakers. Shutting it down, good luck. Baby got them open all over town. Strictly bitch, she don't play around Cover much grounds, got game by the town Getting paid is a forte Each and every day, true play away I can't get her out of my mind Wow. I think about the girl all the time wow, wow. East side to the west side Pushing fat rides, it's no surprise She got tricks in the stash Stacking up the cash Fast when it comes to the gas By no means average It's on when she's got to have it Baby, you're a perfect 10 I wanna get in Can I get down so I can win? I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up Bag it up I like the way you work it. No diggity. No diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up girl. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. She's got class and style. She knowledge by the time. Baby never act wild. Very low key on the profile. Catching feelings is a no. Let me tell you how it goes Curves the word, spins the verb Lovers it curves so freak what you heard Rolling with the fatness You don't even know what the half is You've got to pay to play Just for shorty bang bang to look your way I like the way you work it Trump tight all day every day you're blowing my mind, maybe in time Baby, I can get you in my ride I like the way you work it yeah. No diggity I got to bag it up bag it up. I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up bag it up, babe. I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up
peeps and we rose deep Flying first class from New York City to Black Street What you know about me? Now don't be off with the thing Cartier wooded frame sported by my shorty As for me, icy gleaming pinky diamond ring We bees to buy this click up on this scene Ain't you getting bored with these fake bank boards? How shows improves, no doubt I've been thinking so Please excuse if I come across rude That's just me And that's how a play it's got to be Stay kicking game with a capital G Ask the people's on my block, I'm as real as can be Word is born, faking moves never been my thing So Teddy, pass the word to your nigga Chauncey I'll be sending the call, let's say around 3.30 Queen Pin and Black
right, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Groove Live Show. This is your main man, DJ Melo Jones, on the ones and twos. And we about to get into the interview. Not even an interview. It's not even an interview. It's just a discussion. You know, we want to talk about the late, great MLK Jr. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. It's going to be... Very interesting. I got the big homie himself, Spark of 5,000. Spark of 5,000 is in the building. Mellow, Mellow Jones, he, you're a big homie too now. You're the, one, you're the one making it possible. So No, you but it's you, man. It's you. It's oh, Spark of 5,000. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So shout out to you. Thank man. you. Thank you so much. And Thank you. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, hold up, hold up. My bad, my bad. Yeah, so I'm here with Sparkle 5000, you know what I'm saying? And we're here, we're here to start some things, man. We're here to talk some things, we're here to talk some things. And so, you know what I'm saying? First, I just want to welcome Sparkle 5000 to the Groove Live Show. When I tell you Sparkle 5000, first, before we even do anything, I got to say, you have been probably my number one supporter from day one. So I got to shout you out about Absolutely. that. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say thank you. Welcome back to the Groove Live Show, Sparker 5000. It's such a pleasure having you here, bro. It really, really is. And um, man, we're going to get into it. But before we get into it, I just, um, beyond welcome, I want you to let everybody know your name, where you from, and where they can follow you at, real quick. Okay, um, well, check me out, Sparker 5000. Um, I want to say a visual artist, musical artist. Um, I just finished Emerson College, a program that we did there called the Massachusetts Art Stagecraft Initiative with Carissa Scott and Molly Bouchot, and Molly Bouchot, and a lot of the team from Emerson, where I I'm, I basically studied theater for four months and finished that recently. And you can check me out. Just You can Google search Sparker 5000. I thank everybody for the love and support. I really do. Um, Mellow Jones, thank you so much for once again having me here. And, yeah, I'm, 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 I've been out there for a minute. So, you know, I really appreciate the love and support, everyone. Yes, and we appreciate your love and support. So it's always a pleasure having you on the show, boss, man. And we're here to talk about the man that even, he he crawled so we could walk. You know what I'm saying? He walked Absolutely. so we could jog. He jogged so we could run. He ran so we could fly. Like when I tell you, like, he paved all the ways, like, for me to probably even be right here having a show, for you to even go pursue mm -hmm. your higher education, it's all because of this man right here and his MLK Jr. So, you know, I, I'm just happy to have the opportunity to talk about him. And I just want to give you the opportunity to let all the listeners know, like, what MLK's legacy means to you. And and this is a tremendous tremendous honor like just to be able to be on a platform like 
like you said just a minute ago, making things possible so that we're able to network, you know, not just from city to city, but state to state, uh, um, continent to continent, you know, different people, different races, different creeds and colors. And I think, well, I know that for my life being here on this planet and being, you know, African-American man, Nubian, whatever you want to call it, person of color, man of color, you know, in America, it's been an interesting history. And to be able to cipher or differentiate, you know, your kind throughout the, the epoch of history of what the struggle had been, you know, according to another one's kind and their traditions and laws and values. And being able to uh, travel, like, through this historical journey and knowing, like, that, you know, we're part of something so much bigger than ourselves, but yet we still make a, a significant part of that. And and getting to the, the root elementary, elementary, elementary <laughs> cause of what, King stood for at that time where, you know, there was, there was so much, of course, injustice and unimaginable prejudice. And for him to have risked his life and he, let's not forget that he was very educated too. So, you know, went to Boston university, got his philosophy degree, his doctrine degree. And, um, you know, that within itself is just knowing like how, challenging life can be now and today and the here and now, but knowing how our ancestors, forefathers were such remarkable people for what they believed in and for, for something that can inspire us all, especially in a day of like here, the here and now. And in today's world, you know, we need to like um, really go back into the past and, and see like there were some good times. There were some jovial times, you know, there were, I can remember in the seventies and I want to keep going on, but my point being is that knowing that there's, there's it, life is like a roller coaster, you know, and, and there's certain people go, going to Martin Luther King, Dr. King, he made it, he took the trip on that roller coaster again and again and again, the ups and downs and ups and downs for the people that he loved and cared about. We, we got to remember that. We got to really, really think about that. You're right. We really do got to think about that. And I, I think one of the interesting things that I kind of, I want to say I just realized, but recently realized is like Martin Luther King, in the midst of doing what he did, didn't know how much impact he was going to have. Like in when he was in the midst of doing it, Mm-hmm. He didn't know that 50, 60 years later, people like me and you still talking about what he did, you know? And I think Absolutely. when you really think about that from like a a more broad perspective, it makes you understand that mm-hmm. even because sometimes like when we doing what we doing, we feel like, oh, we're one person. We're not making that much of a difference. But I mean... Yeah, when you really think about it, Martin Luther King was just one person and look at the difference he made. And I don't think he, he understood how much of an impact he had while he was doing his thing. So imagine like every, cause he's an everyday person. Like when you look up at his, his history, 
came from humble beginnings, went to college like every, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he wasn't raised Hollywood or nothing like that. It's just a regular person that never aspired. He never aspired to be Martin Luther King. And, and you know, as we know it today, as we right. know of him today, mm-hmm. he was just really just trying to make a change in his community. You know, like from what I've, from the research I've done, it didn't seem like in the beginning he knew how big of a movement he was going to, he was going to make, how big of a wave he was going to create in the beginning. It seemed like in the beginning he was just trying to really advocate for change and and growth in his community. And that's it, you know? Right. And, And part of his spirituality and charisma became a, a major like stepping stone, you know what I mean? For paving the way. Like, um, I think that, you know, him going and writing the letter in the Birmingham jail and just going through the actual, you know, like you said, when he, in his early years, you gotta remember when he was 26, when he had first got locked up um, for protesting, et cetera. And then he wrote the Birmingham letter. Um, but you, you like you said, he wasn't a major figurehead at that time. But certain people are just chosen. Like I mean, and again, there are definitely people that work with him and people of other groups and religious groups that are just as phenomenal during that time. So you know, but particularly for his, you know, the celebration of him and his legacy, it, it just goes to show you that you know, like you can, you, you he he did see the mountaintop. You know, what I mean, he did see that. He's seen the pinnacle. He's seen that he had reached a certain point. And, and it was up to the younger generation, the future generations to, you know, maybe again go down that roller coaster hill, that steep really fast and feel like you're losing control, but know that you know you gotta get through that pivotal, you know, point and and know that, you know, you're gonna go back up again and probably have smooth sailing, but don't give up the hope and the faith, you know what I mean? That That's where it is really about like really understanding our imperfections and us as being just human beings and we got to make mistakes, but you know, we, there, there's always a turning point. There's always a possibility. And, and again, I, I know there's a lot going on in the world right now, but you know, still you want to be one of a positive, um, assertive, assessive vessel, you know, like you just said in society, like earlier, how King, went to college, he wasn't thinking about being the beacon of hope and the light, you know, during that dark period, but he ended up doing so because of his his calling, per se. And again, we know no one's perfect as far as any human on the, on the earth, but to understand what the potential of, of, of um, significance is in us all. Yeah, that's a hundred percent the significance in all of us, and I think the the thing that really puts it in put into perspective for me is the thing that really put it in perspective for me is um, the fact that, like I said earlier, he is just an everyday person, and it just helps me understand that us everyday people we can be as impactful as he was and I I think that's the amazing thing the amazing thing is that we can be just as impactful as MLK just by doing 
little things in our own community, you know? Who knows how that will turn into, like, kind of be a domino effect and, and grow, or I guess a snowball effect, and grow into something bigger. Just that small, those small little acts, how they grow into bigger things. Like, I don't think he initially intended, you know, when he was protesting, that he would ultimately become Martin Luther King. You know? It's just... It's just him pushing day by day, making little changes, day in, day out, little changes, and, and, and just trying to see growth in his community that really, that really made it happen, you know? So, it, it's amazing. It, it's absolutely amazing, you know? So, um, yeah, that, that's why I, I honestly, I have to take my hat off to MLK every year because... It's just incredibly profound how he was how he was able to impact so many people and, and, and do so many things, you know. So, yeah, that's the thing where it inspires me. It helps me understand that, you know, me doing my little things, in, you know, in within my control to affect my yeah. environment. Right. Those things can right. grow into something bigger. And it's not like I'm trying to say. I need to be, I mean, I guess maybe I am saying that. We all need to be like MLK. We all need, yeah, yeah. We, hell yeah, I am saying that. You know, I'm going to stand on that. I am saying that. We all need to be like MLK in the sense that right. we're just out here just trying to make positive changes in our in our community, and that can manifest manifest itself in many different ways. But that that's really Absolutely. what we're here to do. Really, what we're and, and that's the key. Like right now, what we the potential for everyone's voice to be heard. Like you know, if they have the will and the the ambition to create, you know, new enterprises, new studios, new you know, I mean, it's endless now. But again, it takes a. I want to say again, it takes a major low to meet re, reach a major high if that makes any sense like you know what i mean i think you know what some of us have gone through and i just have to be real with that when we have gone through like a lot of struggle like in life you know what i mean there's no point in like being ashamed of that you know what i mean but understanding the the um the will and significance to survive i mean if one let oneself go you know, and I'll get to the point being as far as each individual, everybody on this on this platform, everybody that has a phone has the potential of unlimited, almost unlimited power to network. And that's what that's 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 the main um, focal point for me. Like, if, like, again, being able to be on your platform and speak, just be myself and, you know, and people have a more clear understanding of who maybe a little bit of glimpse of who I am. And again, we all network on that wavelength. Like it's not just one particular individual, but it's a multitude of individuals. Just like you said, gr growing to be, be progressive and productive and be like, you know what? Yeah, we, we were going down the same, the wrong path. I, I guess it was destined, but eventually, you know, with, with the, the support and the, 
the you know the trust as far as where we're trying to go as a society and as a species you know we we have to like really tear down a couple of um cobwebs and stuff like that and then just i can't say start a new but you know we're in some interesting times and again if i'm i'm i'm, I'm looking after an individual who talk about nonviolence and who wanted you know fair equal education the normal the normal privileges not even something you know not even the 40 acres and a mule even though that would be nice and a million dollars but you know what i mean but you know just to have the the common decency to 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 network with the with the world and 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 create again even though we're going through some interesting times we're still on a, on a, on a beacon of hope you know what i mean we're still on a path to en enlightenment you know and again there's there's greater things in me and us and we know that but you know as a species i think we're so we're so brilliant that we have the potential to create such destructive things but we have the potential to hug and make up afterwards so you know let's look at that let's look at the um you know the hope for the future especially after people like our mentor you know dr king and you know knowing that you know he lived for for a purpose like he, he, he don't have don't have him live in vain you know that's true don't have him live in vain and it kind of leads into my next question. Like, I, I got to ask you this, Sparkle 5000. Like, in your opinion, like, if MLK was still alive today, do you think he would be proud of us black people and our behavior and the, 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 the culture that we kind of perpetuate in modern times? And you know what? That's the million-dollar question. You know why? Because I was thinking, I, 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 and again, in a respectful aspect, I knew he was going to ask that question, and I have an answer, but I, I'm going to say 50-50. 50-50, heard that. 50% mm. yes and 50% no. Yeah, I have in my in the depths of my thoughts, I have my own answer, but I knew this question, and again, and this is the most important question, one of the most important for me, for you to ask me, as, again, pertaining to someone that has really done, sacrificed, you know, himself but he had people with him you know what i mean in so many ways we we we've been we've advanced in so many ways we haven't that's why i want to say it's 50 50 um and again i'll be honest with myself then i know you know in my ignorance you know, I, I I can say a lot of, I let a, I can say at some, if 50% of, of Martin Luther King's legacy has probably let him down. But I'm working on that to create, and 50% of me understands what he and other people have given their lives for. But you know what I mean? But, but, but this is, again, this is where the learning process begins. This is where this is how it begins. It doesn't start in a perfect formula. Sometimes the equation, the, the question, the answer is all like mixed up like a ball of yarn. But you know what I mean? But eventually, again, with the uplifting energy of, of positive individuals, you know what I mean? It, it, um, 
it'll make a difference. I think I think for him and for some of us of us that have lived long enough to know who he is and what and actually lived through some of the periods that he had for me personally ten years after, you know, the sixties, et cetera. So, you know what I mean? I know that there there is um so much respect for him as a as a man and for what he's done. So, you know, if he was still here or he had some kind of gift to come back, I think he would probably understand why we're in our situation. I think he would understand. And again, it's up to the living like us. You know what I mean? Just kind of make that example. It doesn't start by trying to be somebody's boss or leader. You know what I mean? It starts by example um, for most parts. And again, I've had some, you know, shameful moments as far as my growth and development. So that's a part of the honesty. I think, you know what I mean? Part of respecting Martin Luther King and people like him, you know, you, you, you're honest with your own flaws and imperfections, but yet you're still you're working on that. A hundred percent. But you acknowledge it, you know? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So it's an interesting answer. 50% yes, 50% no. So if I were to answer it, you know, if Michael, if, excuse me, if Martin Luther King Jr. was alive today, would he be proud of, you know, the black community and what we're doing? And um, No, I, I don't think he would be proud. Like I, 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 I see where you're coming from with like, yeah, there's some things, yeah, there's some barriers that we broke through. Um, but I, I think if he was around, he would say we've gotten comfortable and we're not we're not pushing hard enough. We're not moving the needle. And it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be violent, but it has to be active. There there has to be action, you know, like it, and and I think he would say we we need more action, you know we we're we're not getting active in the right ways, and I, I think that's the thing. I, I think that's really the the big thing. Like we're getting comfortable. We're not really moving that needle to really get the justice that we are entitled to. Really, you know so. And I'm not saying because we, we've seen a lot of protests. We've seen a lot of people fight for black rights and stuff like that. So obviously, you know, his legacy still exists today. But I I do think if he was around, he would say we've gotten a little comfortable. And that's something for all of us to reflect on personally, like even myself, you know, like maybe even I could be more active in, in doing things and to make change and my community and stuff like that. Like when you see all that this man was able to do in his lifespan, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And it it really puts our our personal lives in perspective. Like it's like if this man went through all of this and was still able to get this done, and you sitting here letting something relatively small get in your way of doing what you want to do like no bro something something's not right there if this man could persevere through all of that 
in such racially charged times and still push through and do his thing, you can too. There's no excuse. Absolutely no excuse. You know what I'm saying? So it's really motivating for me. Like, I have my little, I have my dreams. I have a dream today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have my dreams and I want to pursue them. And sometimes I feel like, man, like, I don't know if if I'm going to get that done this lifetime. And it's like, if he would have ever thought like that, would we still be talking about him 60 years from now? So it's like, it's just so motivating to just push and keep pushing towards your dreams and and don't try to bite off more than you can chew like take it day by day and be patient and and enjoy the process man like enjoy the process of um realizing your dreams you know what i'm saying like there's no need to be um sometimes we we feel like our dreams are so big like we won't have enough time in this lifetime to get it done you know what I'm saying? But even if we don't get it done, the impact of continuously yeah. working towards that dream is what's really going to create this ripple effect that's going to affect everybody around you. Because remember, in Martin Luther King's eyes, his work probably wasn't done. He was gone too right. soon. So, I I mean, obviously, he doesn't have the 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 benefit of hindsight to look back and be like, you know, I that that was it that was that was the prime time but mm-hmm. he 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 was he was gone too soon and even though he didn't maybe uh, accomplish his personal goals he he accomplished some huge goals for his community so that's the thing when you think about it on a personal level it's like sometimes we let such little things stop us All right our own personal demons our own personal um inhibitions that we put on ourselves that we inflict Mm -hmm. and impose on ourselves you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like you know like even today just learning that the man was stabbed and he somebody tried to assassinate him 10 years before he was even assassinated and the man kept Mm -hmm. pushing like it's like and we let simple stuff stop us from what we dream about doing and people have gone through traumatic things like that and still say, yo, I'm going to push and I'm going to keep fighting for what I believe in because I really don't have no other purpose outside of that. So if I'm not doing that, I'm going to be lost out here. Right. And right. I, I, I think that's inspirational. So it really puts life into perspective when we start getting down on ourselves and we start you know, did, getting discouraged and not be, and, and um, not believing that we're going to realize our dreams and they're just going to well, forever that, be dreams, you know? Right, and that's, that's, that's the potential of the mind. The mind is such a delicate thing. I mean, you know, beyond, you know, our physicality and our physical aspect. So, you know, when we go through certain lows, again, being inspired and knowing and doing our research and understanding like like people like I just finished a play recently um called the um Phyllis in Boston about Phyllis Wheatley Phyllis Wheatley that just being able to 
hear her story, Phyllis Wheatley, and hear it. And not only that, but actually be in a historical place where a lot of the this, this slavery and her story took place in the early 1800s. And just being able to connect and grow and, and just see the, 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 I don't always like to say struggles, but her her try her obstacles, and knowing that this woman actually became a free woman of color, and she wrote and published her books, like just during, especially during that time, and such a such a remarkable, you know, um, personality and persona, you know. But but again, we're not really given that much um, exposure to people like this and people like Dr. King to the fullest, to where that would create a hopeful, more hopeful society, especially in a time like right now, you know, where we're going through so much, each and every one of us. But once we start hearing stories of hope and, and triumph and not, not in a, in a, in a want to get even and thinking about, you know, revenge and all, and we're not even thinking about that. It's too, we don't have time for that right now, but, but still, you know what I mean? Trying to make a decent society for everyone so that people aren't living you know, in such, you know, crucial conditions, you know what I mean, at this present moment. I think that that's the, that's the most important thing that we can really offer within ourselves. When we get, sometimes we get tired and weary and broken down too sometimes. So sometimes we need to take a, a break and, you know, and reflect and, and not necessarily isolate, but take a break from the everyday hustle and bustle so we can re regroup and regain and recompose and decompress so that we're able to you know, again, help mend and mold and heal society. Yeah, mend, mold, and heal society. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I appreciate MLK for continuing to Absolutely. inspire us. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. the more I learn, the, the more I learn about him, the more I, I realize, like, you got to toughen up about things, man. There's a lot of people going through stuff much worse than what you're going through. There's a lot. lot of people who've been through much worse than what you've gone through. And you really out here sweating the small stuff. It's like, no, man, like, toughen up. If that's your dream and you mm -hmm. want to realize it, realize it. You know what I'm Absolutely. Absolutely. And even if you Fine. don't realize it 100%, you're going to, along the way, inspire somebody else to do the mm -hmm. same thing. Because mm -hmm. MLK just inspired me. Just just learning inside facts. Like we know about the basic facts, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. You know, you know, the I have a dream speech, the march on Washington, you know, all of these these things. But mm -hmm. when you really dig deep and you learn some really interesting facts about this man and what he did, without trying right. to be anybody inspirational, like we see it nowadays with that clout chasing behavior and stuff like that that's going on. Like this is just yeah. him before he had a name, before all of that was just For out all here that. doing persevering Absolutely. in such a and then the thing that makes it so much more amazing is the fact that he did it in such racially charged times. Mm-hmm. Especially then. Like that's the thing about it. Like again, not to jump off the the rail of the track a little bit, but Phyllis Wheatley was like 200 years before, you know, Dr. MLK and MLK. And imagine the, I gotta be honest, the inhumane treatment that people dealt with, like, 
you know, and and the goal is not to be as inhumane because I can go to certain topics and dilemmas right now and talk about how people were almost wiped out in a certain time after World War II. And, you know, it looks as though they're practicing the same tactics that were done on them to other people. A group I was supposed to be in Washington, D.C. Um, on the 13th. I can't make it. I have to let the um, young individual know. But you know what I mean? But again, it, it's 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 a point to where we have to become more civilized and uncivilized um, endearment. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's right now. Like we have to become more. Um, and again, we nobody's perfect. And again, nobody's trying to be holier than thou. But you know, what I mean, when it comes to rational thinking and 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 and, and logical practicing, we have to become more of a of a of a, of a I want to say a peaceful species. Like you know, what I mean, like I understand there's there's different levels of of human behavior, but you know, what I mean, right now as a, as a species, it's really detrimental. You know, to to practice, you know, helpful and and nourishing, you know, um, behavioral patterns. Like you know, that's just the ultimate conclusion. Again, with with platforming, with networking, with speaking, you know, all these things make it possible. You know, because we got to go into that direction of, of 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 saving our lives, saving, and everyone counts. Everyone matters. Yeah, everyone counts and everyone matters, man. And I think you made a great point about um, MLK really just um, being an everyday person that's so impactful, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact that he comes from racially charged, time, racially charged times, mm -hmm. pushing through yeah. that. And um, and just being who he is, it's yes. really I don't know. I mean, it it it's 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 mind blowing when you really think about it. It's it's, it's well, really, that's the most mm -hmm. absolutely. And not to interject, well, that's the most beautiful quality that all of us have the potential to um to manifest and express. I can, you know, again, not being perfect. And I'm learning how to grow a little bit more each as the years go by, of course. But, you know, there's a there's a battle that goes in, you know, goes on. And and I think, well, I'll say me, I want to say each and every one of us, but I know for sure me. So it's a battle of is one becoming more docile or more, you know, aggressive and is it there again there is dynamics is toxicity and nourishing um energies and behavioral patterns in people so when you're exposed to like a lot of toxicity it's 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 contaminated as opposed to as not even opposed as in relations to a nourishing um personality or persona giving on to your energies you know what i mean all this really is a real phenomenon so you know if 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 we're practicing not even docile in a weak way you know what i mean because everyone has a potential to be aggressive too but if you're practicing docile means peace 
you know, docile don't mean necessarily weak. It's sometimes it's harder to be docile than to be aggressive. You know what I mean? And then again, that's the struggle. I think that's the struggle, but that's the logistics and the logic that we're able to, to, um, to, to, you know what I mean? Um, cultivate. Yeah. You know, to know that. I think that's the interesting point. The interesting point is that really to me, he's one of the true real religious leaders because I feel like any religious leader is going to promote peace, you know? And I, I think you really brought up an interesting point about how, you know, these certain group of people went through their traumatic uh, genocide that was imposed on them after World War II. But in today's day and age, it seems like now that the shoe is on the other foot, they're doing the same thing to another uh, marginalized group of people. So, and then, you know, they're touting themselves as like religious high religious pious figures and stuff like that and it's really right. it's like are you when you're bombing innocent children you're, you're taking away innocent life for what reason really is it a tit for tat thing is it an ego thing is it a scoreboard thing is it about who's winning who's killed more of whose people like what's what's really going on you know what i'm saying well, like, yeah but we definitely know it's not the right choice like um you know, we know that that's not the right resolution. That's not the 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 positive resolution as far as the outcome. You exactly. Know, bottom line, you know, right. what I mean, people could love is know, the ultimate outcome. That's what the outcome should, should always be. be. Love, because yeah. that's what God love. is. God is love. You know what I'm saying? And well, where I have this theory but, but love, was like. God and fear can't exist in the same place. Where there is God, there is no fear. And where there is fear, there is no God. So when you see people out here trying to, like, impose all of this fear on people and do all of that stuff, you really, what you're seeing is godlessness. That's what we're well, seeing. Absolutely. That's what we're seeing yeah. in today's age. We're seeing a lot of godlessness. There's just a lot of mm-hmm. imposing of fear onto other people. But the thing that makes Martin Luther King... His 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 legacy so beautiful is like he surrendered to God so much where it's like fear can't enter his being. Like you gotta be fearless to walk in that man's shoes. Ain't no way around it. Not everybody is built to be a MLK. Mm-mm. You Absolutely gotta be built not. a certain way to go through all of that and still fight for what you believe in. Yes. Non-violently, because it's it's also easy to just succumb to um, the treatment that you have been receiving and retaliate with the same treatment. Mm-hmm. But it takes right. a really high-minded individual to say, I'm going to point out the injustice, but I'm not going to hit you with the same injustice that you hit me. I'm not going <sighs> to stoop to your level. You know what I'm saying? To me, that's how a religious leader should operate. And right. and he's just, to me, he's just the epitome of authenticity and, and pure heartedness and just really letting God flow through you a hundred percent. Like when you, when you, when you think of Martin Luther King, you almost think of like an extension of God. You think of like God, one of God's fingers or something like that. Like God just, God's work just flows through Martin Luther King. Like, the Mississippi River or something like it's just it just flows through. There's there's nothing blocking 
God from being able to work through him. And I, I think that's another beautiful thing to take from it, like really seeing how impactful you can be when you really just surrender to God 100%. Because you could see that everything that Martin Luther King did Mm-hmm. was an act of God. Everything. Absolutely everything. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. a beautiful thing, and that's inspiring for us to see how much of a, an impact we can make if we surrender on that level. Because mm-hmm. he but, surrendered and- on a different level. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, There's right. levels to surrendering to God. You know what I'm saying? Like He surrendered... 100%. And that's that's the beautiful thing and I think you know it should it should strike some shame on these religious leaders and even these political leaders because I feel like political ideology and religious mm-hmm. ideology are linked in some ways. You know what I'm saying? So political leaders in a sense have the same influence that that religious leaders have. You know what I'm saying? So they 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 have to align on 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 somewhere. They have to align somewhere. They just have to. So right. him being this religious leader, it was almost like a political leader because it it, it just captivates and enchants so many people. And taps into mm-hmm. the psyche of so many people. And that's how you really get people to act. And that's how you really get people out in droves to move yes. on causes that you propose. So that's the thing that just makes him absolutely incredible. Martin Luther King is absolutely incredible with how he surrendered to let God work through him. And, you know... I'm a work in progress. I, I want to get better at it myself, like letting God work through me in that way. Likewise. And, and, and Likewise. stepping out of the way. Like when you see Martin but, Luther King, there's no ego to him. Right. But see, but, but, but again, like when it comes to God, the creator and all that, that's, that's a total omnipotent. I can't even mess with, um, not saying me can't mess with as far as talk about, but yeah, it's a, you know, he truly is a real being, um, helped me through a lot. And, you know, it's not just in a figment of my imagination. That's all I can say about, not all I can say about that. And like you said, I would not be here breathing, talking to you, um, being able to go out and be productive in society, being able to have most of the scruples in the mind um, without the creator. And creator, you know? And if, if anyone doesn't understand that, um, I hope that you do. You know, I hope that you really, in some way, somehow, again, being being imperfect as I am, but knowing, like, there is truly a a positive force that's working with you know helping me out in life, and that's a hundred percent. So when I say you know Martin Luther King, you will forever be a legend and forever be talked about. Like we'll never let your name die. We'll never let we'll never let you be forgotten, man. Because 
You can. You you really can. Like, and even now, just in this moment, talking to you is just so many um, kind of epiphanies happening my happening in my mind. Where it's just like, look at how you sitting here letting this little thing stop you, or 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 you know, put a damper on your day. Look at you standing in the way of your own mm-hmm. destiny. You know, look at you not, you know, look at you sweating the small stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you had the same attitude that this man had? Imagine what you'd be out here doing, you know what I'm saying? So it really just puts it into perspective. Like, sometimes you you got to look at yourself and see, like, what are you out here doing that's, you know what I'm saying, standing in the way uh, uh, your own blessings you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. what's preventing you from surrendering 100, 100% to um to 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 doing God's work and letting God flow through you you know what's yeah. really stopping you for real like I, I think we all gotta ask ourselves that you know what could we be doing better you know what I'm saying what are we worried about that we really shouldn't even be worried about you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Bigger fish to fry out here. We out here sm- sweating the small stuff and crying over spilled milk. What if MLK would have cried over spilled milk? What if he would have stopped right. after the first time he was stabbed? Will we be talking about him right now? Probably not. Maybe not. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he got arrested that first time, he could have been like, all right, this is too much for me, man. I'm going to just, I don't know, I'm going to go work at a factory. You know? He didn't let it stop, and it was just something burning inside of him that said, you know what? It don't matter what gets in my way. God told me that this is the work that he needs me to do, and I surrender to that. Mm -hmm. I surrender. And again, I don't mean to interject, but it's, it's really growth and awakening. Like, when... I think people can see what's going on in the world and sometimes can I say that people might feel helpless but like we're talking about with, with God the creator I mean there's the answer like what to, to the feeling of helplessness you know to feel connected and protected I mean you have to go there like that's 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 the, um, you know what I mean? I can go deep into the rabbit hole with that topic too, but you know, if, if you're having an awakening and you're seeing what's going on, you know, that means you're having that awakening. If you see the the world being coming the way that it is and something doesn't seem right, you're having an awakening. So, you know, I'm not all powerful, <laughs> you know. So, but but I have an awakening. You know, I have an understanding. And, um, you know, I got to work on it too, though. Like, it's not a, a one quick fix. But like you said, just the discussion of, of I like to say, the creator, the great spirit, you know, that's a beautiful, that brings joy and rejoices to my heart. Because, I'm again, I know that there's bigger... Um, Operations, you know what I mean, going on past beyond my reality. That's I gotta humble myself with that. Yeah. You know what I mean. I humble myself to that. Like I don't exalt 
Because the minute I try to exalt myself, oh, I get I get knocked back down to earth and get and got get humbled again. Like me personally. That's hundred percent, man. That's one hundred percent. And when I tell you, it's just like it, it's just it's making me think about my own problems and um, you know, little stuff that I'm sweating. And it's just like, nah, man. And that's a, and that and it brings up another thing. This is why it's so important to understand where you come from, understand your history, understand your past, because. It would really help you understand who you are and um, what what you meant to be in the future, you know? Mm -hmm. Excellent analogy. Well said. Like, that's so true. Like, you know, again, yes, one may have flaws, but to to strive to be a better person for the, the sake of humanity, that's a great accomplishment for all of us to keep working on. Regardless of what mistakes we have made in the past, you know, regardless, because we're going to do that. We're going to make mistakes. But but again, if you if you really are sincere about correcting oneself, again, that takes time. That takes manifestation. So, you know, I mean, instead of us beating each other up and tearing each other apart, let's just start metaphorically start healing, putting the bandaid on each other's wounds. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I had a fight with you, but, you know, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, when we were kids, you know, things happened. Thank God no one, you know, life was taken. And let me let me say I'm, you know, learn from that that um, abuse. You know what I mean? That one, what, what we, how we afflict on one another and say, you know what? Hey, I might have been the bully. I might have been the victim. But, you know, what I mean, if I can, if we can learn to play together as children, you know, you have these little childhood fights with children and then tomorrow on an hour, you're playing with them like nothing ever happened. I mean, we as grown human creatures have to, like, learn to, like, start practicing the things we did when we were a child because those were certain um, innate, you know, um, Guiding, guiding tools that we already had in us. Like, yeah, you get into a fight with someone that was self-preservation, but then you know, with the greater the great spirit, you know, you didn't take anyone's life. They didn't take yours. You know, you 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 try to mend each other's wounds, and then the camaraderie and the friendship is even closer. You're right. The camaraderie and the friendship is even closer. That's a hundred percent. And Man, like, I, I think every year I, I got to do a tribute to MLK because, and it it, it makes yeah. me understand. I, I got to study my own history more because I think it would not only build my self-esteem, but help me get a better understanding of who I am, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I, I think that would help with confidence. And I, I think we need to do that more. We need to personally i mean maybe i'm the only one not doing it but it's just like we need to look up our history more and i think it would really help us understand how to navigate our presence our present moment and our present lives to lead for a better future that's going to benefit our grandkids and our great grandkids Mm -hmm. you know 
and he's he's a huge example of the impact you can have when you just surrender. You surrender to a higher power, and you let that higher power work through you, and um, you don't get in yeah. your own way. Like let that ego go. Let it. Go. You have to. You let have to let go. it go. You know, because we it, your ego is basically you standing in your way of your true destiny. And, and, and it's to again, it's to me, I'm saying if I have an ego, me personally, um, it's arrogance and disconnection um, with, with everyone around me and the people, the voices, the supporters, the, you know, um, the love, all that. So, you know what I mean? Again, but sometimes once I said for me personally in life, it, it checks you. Like, I might get too big-headed for a little while and because of it, the ego trip, but then I'm trust and believe it brings you right back down to planet Earth. And and again, sometimes that's a good thing. I think, again, that's part of growing too. To Like you said, humility, compassion, empathy. But yet, you know, one has a voice and opinion and an experience and perception and a perspective. You know, all that comes into play too. And everyone does. So I value, I guess as time goes by with me personally, I think I can I can value the most youngest mind to the oldest mind. You know what I mean? And what they might seen in their little bit of time or their long amount of time. But that, again, that's, that's where growth and development and and, and learning to again sometimes get put in one's place by the, the the higher power, you know, to bring me back down to earth. But yet again, that's a beautiful thing though, because we learn how to become more p- compassionate in society. Yeah, you know, we've learned and we've learned the the how how important it is to forgive. Really, like when I yeah. when I read that story about him being stabbed and him mm-hmm. actually forgiving the woman and saying he he wished the woman no harm. When I tell you, wow, wow, <laughs> I mean to look somebody in the eye who stabbed you, tried to kill you, and say you forgive them and mm-hmm. wish them all well in their life, like. It That's sounds amazing. weird, but there's a level of strength it takes to do something like that. How do you not want to... Tremendous level. How do you not want to just, re, you know, just return the favor? How would you not want to act out of emotion in those moments? I don't know. Right. Right. And that, that's, again, that's where the um, discipline was so remarkable. You know, during that time, like, you know, you know, obviously Martin, Dr. King had, he faced more racism probably a hundred times than what we face today. And just to be able to, again, keep one's mind so intact to get the education, get to, to probably, you know, work to help support the family, you know, they wouldn't, they weren't in poverty stricken family. We also remember that. So thank goodness for that. But, you know, but still going through all the, 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 the closed doors, but yet still maintaining a level of dignity. Like 
you know, half the people today, like, I mean, if they had, if they were confronted with such um, extreme measures of prejudice, I don't think they would handle it the same. I think it'd be a lot more, you know, people getting hurt, put it that way, as opposed to, you know, practicing for the, um, the sit-ins at the, at the, at the cafeterias and the, and the, the, the diners, you know, they prepared for that. You know what I mean? They had, had to keep, they learned disciplinary, you know, um, classes on how to deal with such, you know, ridicule. And it's just, it takes a remarkable human being, like, and of, again, of all aspects and walks of life during that time, you know, with him being one of the major, um, forefront runners in, in the struggle, you know, again, like, I got to learn to be more humble. I got to learn to be more compassionate. You know what I mean? Just in my everyday life. But I'm learning. You yeah. know, I'm not going to be backwards. I'm not going to be the the venom and the toxins and the poisons. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to. That's not the way to go. It doesn't, you know, for each his own, it ain't being, uh, you know, weak or, you know, it's just knowing that there's, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot to lose if we don't. You're right. There's a lot to lose if we don't. And, um, we, we, we gotta just continue to honor and commemorate MLK and mm-hmm. learn more about him and continue to be inspired and continue to use him as almost like a symbol of um, perseverance and and true subservience to to God to God's will. You know when, yes. I, when I when you say someone being a servant to God, like he's one of the first people that that comes to mind and it's just it's just a motivation to just continue to surrender you know sometimes we go through so much in life and we feel like life is not in our control and really it's not and that's the beautiful thing you need to surrender and understand that you are just a piece of this huge puzzle you just need to surrender and let God work through you and that's that's the beautiful thing to me amen and that's the that's the honest that's the not not to interject again but that's the brutal honesty like again I'm not gonna sit here and act like I have it all under control you know it does that's not reality I wouldn't be realistic with you but you know what I mean but again like you said you have to um, surrender to the to the the creator, the one that created all things. The creator, all things, all things. Like if you want to search and find out what that is, and then add it to what we are and where we are standing right now in 2024, then you have the answer. If you see something, if you're studying something, and that again, your your goal is to connect with the the all creator of all things, regardless of what you know, you want to believe it or not. Like I said, at my point in age in my life, I know I'm not in control. Like, you know, I can walk and go to the gym or go to work or do some art, but 
you know, when it, you think it's when it's come to the <laughs> constellation of the stars and the rotation of the equinox and you know the the mathematical equations of pi and the you know what planet was built and what moons were at. That's not my department. <laughs> Yeah, it's not his department. But one <laughs> thing that mine. was MLK's department <laughs> is surrendering to God. And when I tell you, like, absolutely, that's reason plain why, and simple. Yeah, that's the one reason why <laughs> I just continue to honor this man and continue to be in bewilderment at um his grace and his mercy and his ability and his ability to forgive and let go. And, and move on and, and and grow as a person you know mm-hmm. i don't know it's just like i mean i could talk about this man all night i, I really could like the way he's, he's a good person me. he's a good person inspired me to do continue to do what i'm doing and and just focus on the day by day focus on the day by day um and don't sweat the small stuff you know what I'm saying? Everything is a part of God's plan. Everything is a part of this grand scheme that is um that is upon us, you know? And just keep pushing, keep doing you. You don't know who you're impacting. You really don't know. You don't know who you're influencing. You shouldn't be worried about that. You just surrender to the fact that you're here to do God's work. And that's all it is. That's literally all it is. There's nothing else. There's nothing else to it. You just keep pushing. You keep pushing. And I don't know, like men like that is just like you. You're continuously amazed at at just what they've done and 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 the example they set for all of us. The example that they set for all of us to follow as human beings, you know, um, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm honestly honored to be here to, to speak on MLK and his legacy. Yes. And, and I don't know, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing and it, it, it it's eye opening. And, it makes you understand, like like I was saying earlier, man, stop sweating the small stuff, bro. People going, people going, um, there's people out here going through stuff much worse than you and understand, like, you're not in control and when you surrender, it's going to lead you to realizing a plan that's bigger than anything you ever imagined. Ever imagine you know what I'm saying you know so that's the thing that inspires me to keep moving day by day you know I have my days where I feel like you know am I making an impact and um am I am I really um making a difference you know am I I really don't know but you are you know, as long as you surrender to doing God's work, you are in one, say, one way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely beautiful thing. So, 
I'm just honored, man. I, I'm really honored. I'm really honored to um, have the opportunity to speak on MLK. I'm really honored to um, have this platform to give him the the um, the recognition that he needs. You know, give him the recognition that he needs. One hundred percent. You know, his name can never die. His legacy can never die. Ever. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, talk about, you know, a, a man to look up to, a father figure, a role model, someone who was so noble. You know what I'm saying? A family man treated his wife very, very well, had a beautiful family, was a leader an independent thinker, so peaceful, you know, and was able to make such a difference through through peaceful protests and, and other peaceful means of, you know, disturbing and disrupting the status quo, you know? Disturbing and disrupting the status quo. So... Yeah, man, like, what I can say. Like, I've given, you, I've given you guys so many interesting facts about MLK. You know, this discussion that I'm having with um, Sparkle 5000 about the impact and how he's um, positively influenced our, our personal lives and how his legacy is going to... Um, leave a lasting impression on our perspective on our life and, a, and our perspective on what we can do with our life and also the impact that we can have whether we know whether we know about it or not you know so yeah I mean it, it's just an absolute pleasure it's just an absolute pleasure to to be here and speak with you all about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm honored. I'm really honored to get that opportunity. And uh, a big shout-out to the big homie Sparkle 5000 for taking out the time to um, to speak on this topic with me today. Um, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, man. Like, like I said, one of the biggest supporters of my show, like I remember this man used to... Um, you know, message me and tell me to keep going and that he, he, he really liked what I was doing and keep pushing. And people don't understand, like, how much that makes a difference, you know? Like, somebody that, you know, I didn't know him at the time. I didn't know anything about him. And to somebody out of the blue just wanting to give you words of encouragement was, it was incredible, you know? It was incredible. So... I give thanks. I really do. I give you th I give thanks for your time. I thank you for being here. And um it's a pleasure having you. You know what I'm saying? It's a pleasure having Sparkle 5000 on the show. Um like I said, one of my supporters from day 1. I appreciate your time and for you being here. And um shout out to the listeners, man. Shout out to um Everybody tuning in right now. Um, hopefully, you learned something new about MLK that you didn't know about MLK before. Um, hopefully, 
you know, the information that we presented to you and our individual perspectives on um, MLK Jr.'s impact. Impact is um, incredible, you know? Yeah, so it's it's amazing, you know. Sparkle Five Thousand came through, did his thing, and and let us know how he felt about MLK and what MLK has done for his life, you know. And when I tell you the stuff that he's done for my life, it's, it's as far as my my personal self esteem, you know. That's one of the things that's really impactful, you know. So, yeah, you know that's that's one of the things I give thanks for the ability to to speak with MLK and um, to speak with Sparkle Five Thousand, excuse me, about MLK. So, it's an incredible thing. It's an incredible thing. Uh, to have the opportunity to talk about this incredible man and everything that he's done with his life. And, yeah. So, yeah, um, anything you want to say before we let you go, Sparkle 5000? I'm not sure why, but the sound is not coming through. Oh, there we go. Sound is coming through. Okay, there it is. Keep growing with one another. Show the love and support for individuals and pioneers like Mellow Jones and you know, D-A-G, A-F-M, and, and so on. And just let, let us just keep trying to be assets to our society. This is all about um, planet, this beautiful blue marble. That's what it is. So, again, we thank you for your time, Sparkle 5000. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for showing, giving us your perspective on um, what MLK Jr. means to you. Um, I gave my perspective on, you know, what MLK means to me. And um, that's about it. So I just want to thank everybody tuning in to the show. We appreciate you for your time. Shout out to WKMTDB, the great FM, for giving us the platform to be able to do this. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to, you know, last but not least, MLK himself for being the spiritual gangster that he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you forever a father figure for men out here that ain't got no father. Like, 
you are a role model on how they should behave and how they should conduct themselves. And we need more men like you in our community. You know what I'm saying? So it's just an honor to have the uh, opportunity to pay homage to you and what you've done, bro. And um, we wish you many more. So officially, I just want to say happy birthday, MLK Jr. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday, MLK. We will never let your legacy be forgotten, ever. Never. Never, ever. Ever, ever. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? You will continue to be a beacon of light in all in all of our um, hearts for generations to come. I'm going to make sure my grandkids know who MLK was. I'm going to make sure they make sure they tell their grandkids who MLK was so he can continue to live on and on and on. So that's about my time for this week's show. So I just want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in. As y'all know, I'm here every Thursday, um, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. right here on Miami's number one Billboard Charter radio station, WKMT-DB, the great FM, connecting the world through music. This is DJ Melo Jones and the one and only Sparker 5000 signing out. Y'all have a great night. Stay safe. And most importantly, stay groovy. A'ight? Cheer! From it. I bought these trunks in London. I bought this hoodie on Fairfax. I'm all over, honey. Like traces of that cocaine. I'm all over money. Exactly. In a spaceship blowing my face off. I don't take no days off. Too many y'all niggas laid up. And that's why y'all niggas laid off. Nigga did me dirty when I fell off.